Hello and welcome to Hitting the High Note. I'm Kem Cusack and I'm joined by singer-songwriter Joshua Branson. How are you doing today? I'm great, Kevin. Thanks for having me on the, uh, the show and I'm glad we got a chance to hook up. It's been a really good festival. Yes, it has. Yeah. Is this your first time playing the Mason yeah, Music Festival? first time. I came out from uh, New Jersey and uh, I did play at the Jersey Shore Fest, which is uh, the other show that is sort of the sister of the uh, of the Mesa Festival, and uh, so this time I got a chance to come out here to uh, Mesa, Arizona. It's great out here. It's a good time of year. The weather's awesome. Definitely. So, what do you feel was the biggest aspect playing this music festival in Mesa? Well, <clears throat> what. What I really liked about, the, there were so many things that I liked about this festival, first of all. You know, I got a chance to, uh, to go to some of the seminars and, and uh, see the musicians interact with some of the professionals that, that uh, were part of the panel discussions. I thought that was amazing. I, I, I got a lot of uh, information. I learned a lot of stuff. And, and I noticed first there, you know, how passionate, and, and of course, you know, you think musicians are passionate, but like, you know, they're passionate about not just music, but they're passionate about their careers and trying to find ways to, to build an audience and, and to, to be successful. So I thought that was, that was really, really interesting and, and powerful. Um, and then the way that the musicians all interacted really impressed me as well. You know, it's, it's unique in that uh, it's all these artists sort of put together in a place and they they become friends and they talk about stuff and there's no like none of that competitiveness that that you see with musicians a lot of times is really about you know hey man what are you doing what are you doing and there's a camaraderie that that uh, that is really really cool and and everybody's open and uh, there's nobody puts on airs it's like you can be whatever you are and 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 that that i think think is really cool and really refreshing and it's not something that, that you experience a whole lot, you know, yeah. as a musician. A lot of times you're sort of on your own. You're out there trying to make your own way, and you don't get a chance to, to sort of see what other musicians are doing and how everybody gets together. And that. So, so those are two of the things that I, I really sort of got out of the, the festival. And then, of course, you know, the opportunity for me to, to play, uh, to, to play for new people, uh, to, to build relationships and, and get fans, that's tremendous as, as well, so. Very good. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you become a big family with all the other artists. Yeah. At this festival, like, you know, they support your set, then you go see their set. Right. So. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's awesome. And, and I think that, that uh, you know, when I grew up and, and, and uh, you know, there's always a sense of, of uh, bands sort of being on, on your own again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and it's an eye-opening experience when you realize that, you know, like you can work together. Like, Absolutely. And, and this community can be supportive and you can support each other. And at the end of the day, you know, that's really almost all that we have a lot of times mm-hmm. is, is the support that you get from your, your fellow musicians. And, yeah. Yeah. So I'd, I'd like to, to talk, I'd like to spend time talking with more musicians about, 
you know, what, what they think musically, because that's one of the things that, that you sort of don't. Everybody, you know, you talk about each other or what you guys are doing, and you're on the road, you're, they're on the road, you know, yeah. playing gigs and stories about the road or whatever. But it'd be neat to spend time just talking about music and influences and, and you know, what kind of music you want to write or what's the message you're trying to communicate. That, that would be a really interesting, interesting dimension. Yeah, just pick their brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was talking to uh, this guy Jose from uh, Autopilot, at the, um, and and he was telling me about his dad was a musician, and he his dad was uh, from Chile, and then he started like listing all these Chilean like musicians, oh, these wow. folk artists and stuff, and I'm like typing them down. It's like I gotta gotta check this out. So the next day I played some of the uh, the the, the uh, Chilean music that. Uh, that Jose was telling me about, and it's really cool. So, like, that's that's a really neat experience to, to be in a place where you can talk to other musicians and sort of see where they're coming from musically. How does the Mesa Music Festival compare to the Jersey Shore Festival? <clears throat> the Mesa Music Festival is, is, I mean, both festivals are, are great. The, the, the last Jersey Shore Fest I did, though, it was the like the worst weekend, yeah. Because it was weather. a torrential downpour <laughs> for <laughs> most of the festival, right? Yeah, yeah. And so it made it hard to sort of get around, um, and you didn't get sort of the same sense of of the community that that I experienced here. Um, so I'd say you know this this was better in in you know in that way. This is also sort of a little bit bigger, and and uh, you know. Having all the well, they, they closed down the streets at the Jersey Shore Fest too. But th- this this uh, seems like a like a bigger experience. Yeah. But again, it was my Jersey Shore experience was tempered by the torrential rains. <laughs> yeah, and the Mesa Music Festival keeps getting bigger and bigger every year. Yeah, yeah. This year's keynote speaker was Henry Rollins. Last year was Randy Jackson. Year before that was Chester from Lincoln Park, and also. The first year of the festival was Matt Pinfield. Right. So. Yeah, no, it's great. I look forward to, to next year. Yeah. Thinking about coming Definitely. back next year. Yeah. And yeah, there's more and more artists every year. And this year, there's quite a bit of artists from New Jersey yeah. area. Yeah, that's true. So so I brought my kids out, and, uh, and, and all my kids are like, uh, Dad. Are we gonna come back next year and play? <laughs> so, so that's cool because obviously they had a great, great experience, and, and uh, they're they're all sort of musicians and stuff too. So, so it's neat to see them sort of get it and yeah. and, and sort of want to be part of the experience. That's pretty cool. So you mentioned your kids are musicians. Yeah. What instruments do they play? Uh, well, they play a bunch of different instruments actually. Um, my oldest son uh, right now is learning uh, guitar. He's played uh, uh, piano, and uh, he's uh, he does uh, composition. Like he he uh, composes on GarageBand and stuff, and does uh, electronic dance uh, kind of stuff. Nice. And my daughter, um, she's a singer, got a phenomenal voice. She uh, also plays uh, piano, and uh, and then uh, and 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 flute. Yeah, so she could be in a Jethro Tull cover band, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then my youngest son, Gavin, is uh, is a drummer. He's a pretty 
pretty good drummer. But everybody's actually taking drum lessons. Right on. So, yeah, it's cool. We've got a, uh, our whole family room has got a uh, drum kit in it and a piano and a PA system. <laughs> it's like not really a family room, unless you're a musical family, I guess. Yeah. So, you wrote a song for Malin Payroll. I did, yes. You caught that, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> How did that all come about? Uh, well... And what's the story behind it? The story is, uh, is that uh, my wife, Rachel, used to work for Atlantic Records. And uh, she worked uh, in the A&R department for this guy named Yves Bouvet, um, who was... Uh, the A&R guy who wasn't signing all the pop acts, he, he sort of had the carte blanche when it came to the kind of stuff that, that he could sign. And so he uh, actually was the one who originally signed Madeleine Peru. He found her playing in a subway station in uh, Paris. And, uh, and so um, Rachel, my wife, was working for Eve at the time. And, uh, and so I got a, a cassette of Madeline that was before she had done any recordings and uh, you know if you know Madeline mm -hmm. Peru like her voice is just amazing and like she has so much emotion and, and, and so I listened to it and I, I felt like I just need to write like I, I have I can like channel what mm -hmm. what I think she's trying to communicate and uh, and so so I wrote this song More Than You Give and uh, and then I had a chance to actually uh, have her record it, and nobody's heard the recording. Um, but uh, but it's it's cool to to have her singing that uh, song, and it's interesting. Definitely. Yeah. What do you think is the hardest part about being a musician? The hardest part about being a musician. Um. Well. I think I think it's it's hard to it's hard to be able to to really focus on on uh, on it's hard to be able to focus on on the creative process and 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 and, and you know in order to do something that that is is emotionally intense you you sort of have to like dive in and, and immerse yourself in it and uh, and I think that that that's hard to do. Um, because of all the other things that we're all trying to do do in our lives, and, and uh, you know, you're trying to make a living, you're trying to raise kids, whatever. Um, so it's being able to find that 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 ability, and, and in a way, you sort of have to teach yourself. Well, how how do you go from, you know, your everyday experience, and and how do you like find where you can dive in? And and uh, and go as deep as you need to go in order to get something that that's meaningful, um, and then you got to pop back up and go back to whatever you're doing, and then you got to do it again. Yeah. And that that I think is is uh, is the challenging thing. It's it's uh, it's really satisfying when you come back mm -hmm. and you've got something that that uh, you feel like you're bringing back to the world. That that okay, you know. I brought this back. I, I, I dug deep and I found something, um, and that that is really satisfying. And that's what then makes you want to do it again, along with the fact that then you start to think, you know, as you're going along, 
can I ever do it again? Mm-hmm. And there's this drive that, this is me, I don't know how you are. Carmen Scofani is, uh, is with us here at this interview. And uh, Carmen played uh, uh, on a lot of my recordings and, and also did these shows. But, uh, you know, for me, you know, the, the, uh, the fear that I can't do it again is what drives me to have to do it again. But, I don't know, are you like that? The fear of writing, like, of, like of pulling like, a, a song, or the fear of what, rejection? No, 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 it's not rejection. It's the fear that I can't write another song. Hmm. It's, it's the fear that I can't write another song. That's what motivates me. Hmm. I don't know. It's not you. Uh, well, Everybody's everyone, different. Everyone is different, yeah. you know? And I think those are all natural feelings about the creative process is how do you because in general the creative process is you just pull this thing out of the air like where does the song come where does the inspiration come from and all of a sudden you sit down and boom it just kind of happens i personally don't feel um that anxiety of of writing i'm a prolific writer i think the thing that for me is time of, of there's only a limited amount of time that we have to do anything, whether it's music or start a family, build a bit, whatever it is. And um, that's the thing that, that really motivates me, is it's just whatever time I have here in this world, I want to get out as much as I can. And, and I, for me, that's it. How do, I, how do I get that out? And I think that's the anxiety I, I would feel as, as a you know, working musician and artist. So there you go. Just like differences of opinion and mm-hmm. Carmen and I have known each other for 20 years and we never talked about this <laughs> wow. this is great <laughs> very cool so it's like a love fest yeah yeah <laughs> near Mesa <laughs> definitely love fest in Mesa at the Mesa Music Festival <laughs> well it is sending go, and it's going back to that real nurturing what you said earlier about just a real nurturing yeah it's cool community and you two play well together, too, on Thank stage. You. Yeah, thanks very much. Well, I think it goes back to the fact that uh, we've known each other for so long. And uh, it's only been in the last two years, really, that we've started to do a lot of music together. We've known each other for a long time, and we've done other, other things and worked very closely together. Um, and, uh, but what's interesting is that, that that relationship that we have is now coming to life in in musical in a musical sense and that's really really fascinating to see that you know that our relationship and the way we communicated before just finds a home in in music exactly it's amazing how it all comes together yeah yeah Yeah. so what influences you both musically uh well, for, you know, music and, and, and lyrically, you know, it's probably different influences for, for me anyway. Musically, um, I'm influenced by a lot of music. I've listened to a, a lot of music, and I've listened to a lot of music all of, all of my life. I'm always looking for, for new music, um, and, and I, I, I sort of don't go back to things that I listen to. Um, 
but but it's music for me that that uh, that that's strong melodically. It's and 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 it's music that that uh, that you feel sort of a, a, a tension and a sort of passionate release. That that that's the kind of music that that I like. Um, you know, I'm a big I'm a big fan of of U2. Um, always been a big fan of of U2 and, and sort of the the energy that uh, that they. Uh, that they put into things. In fact, uh, we were over at the Sun Devil Stadium uh, earlier today, and uh, yeah, and we're the, the Joshua Tree the tour, the original one. Yeah, started. Yeah, so that was fascinating. And too. actually ended at ASU uh-huh. back uh, thirty years ago. Yeah, yeah so very fascinating. So, so music ago. that that uh, you know has a passionate quality. Um, I like a lot of classical music, mm-hmm. even, but it's it's all sort of the same. It's it's music that you feel uh, sort of deep emotional con- connection to, and that's just the the musical part of it. And then and then lyrically, um, you know, the the stuff I've been writing recently has has really sort of been about. <laughs> it's it's I've really been writing about love mm-hmm. thematically, and and what I've been trying to do is sort of go back to. Those feelings that 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 I had when I was younger, and uh, and and when you're experiencing love for the first time, and and all of the things that are going on, and the thoughts, and the conflicts, and the dilemmas, and you know, the sort of trying to recapture the, that the first time you fall in love, or or you know, when you're in the beginning of a relationship, and how everything is 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 uh, exciting and and unique and 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 fresh. Um, and so I've been trying to go back and, and sort of sort of find that experience again for myself and recreate that that musically. Um, and so that's where where my lyrics have been been recently. Um, but I've also I've also always always written stuff that that has like a little bit of a quirking quirkiness to it. I think. Um, you know, so so I'm a big Beatles fan. I love John Lennon's lyrics and you know the sort of quirkiness. And even even Paul McCartney wrote some really mm-hmm. sort of quirk, quirky lyrics. Um, so so I'm fascinated by by uh, lyrics that that are poetic or are interesting. Obviously, as a writer, you don't want to just regurgitate what somebody else somebody else wrote. And, um, so lyrically, I'd say that's sort of where where I'm at now. I don't know where that's going to go next. That's that's sort of what I'm trying to figure out. Okay, so I did this thing about you know being in love, you know. So what's sort of next? Like, do I start writing political songs? Which I don't know if I could do. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's be falling out of love. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what happens. I suppose I that's what happens. <laughs> Break up album. <laughs> My wife will be happy. <laughs> 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 but I don't know. Could be anything. So the music keeps it together. You know, it's it's yeah. all. I feel like when I sing, I feel like it's got to be emotive. It's got to be melodies that. Uh, you know, and I and I like uh, you know taking notes and bending notes against chords that that make it sound interesting, and so that's that's uh, that's where I come from. What about you, Carmen? As far as uh, the types of things that I write, yeah, um, it's a, it's a broad range. Um, I, I'm really influenced by a lot of different things. I I, I think 
kind of like we were saying earlier, sometimes it just happens. There could be anything that I hear that would spark an idea. And in my creative process, sometimes it happens immediately. I just come up with something, kind of a stream of consciousness of, of writing, and then I'll, I'll have a, a feeling um, musically, and I can just wordsmith it and, and, and do that. And then sometimes you know, I'll turn on the news, or something will, will spark an idea. I mean, but I do look for, while I love a good pop song and, and have written you know, just silly, fun little rock songs, I do really search for depth. Um, as much as I can, and I, and I try to be one of those artists that um, that you know can kind of go there on, on another level. And um, and when I'm writing with others, because there is a little bit of a different process as a, as an artist and then as a producer, they're two different roles. Um, and so I will write as a, you know when I work with other artists. Sometimes it's not only now my emotion. Now it's taking someone else's idea and trying to let them, you know, help them realize that vision. And um, so, yeah, it's a number of different things. And then musically, again, I, I listen to all kinds of things. I think uh, that's important just for, for growth. I tend to, to fall, I keep going further and further back. I love all kinds of music. Joshua mentioned U2 and things like that. I, I love stuff like that. I love blues and rock-based things. Um, and I keep dialing further, further back to the simplicity of a guitar and a voice, a piano and a voice, uh, you know. And uh, so I'll love, you know, Robert Johnson, uh, you know, Mississippi Fred McDowell and uh, all kinds of things of that nature. And, uh, you know, to... to to thinking of things like uh, Tanarwin music and <laughs> things of that, that are all these tribal types of things. And uh, so it, it's, it's a number of different things, but I think it's important to be open-minded. And uh, you never know. That's how I think we, we even create new sounds, is you heard some weird tribal thing and you go, wow, I can do that, maybe with a beat behind it or something like that. And I think that's really just, that's what creates innovation in a lot of these things. So it's important to, to be well-rounded and just be a, re be a receiver of all kinds. Definitely. So do you want to play some songs for us? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I got to get my uh, guitar. Cool. Cool. So, so this, what the song is about <coughs> is it's about, uh, you know, it's, it's about that moment in, the, in a relationship when, you know, you know that, that you're maybe falling in love with somebody, but you haven't gotten that back and you're looking for, you're hungering for them to sort of give that back to you.
I met a girl that I wanted 
If it was silver or if it was gold and if the weather was changing Would it be Or would it be snow So I left my pennies and I got on the road and I left my old friends in my favorite clothes and I waited for morning Would it be Joshua and Carmen for letting me interview you. Yeah, thanks, Kev. Pleasure. Thank you. Appreciate okay. it. How can more people find out about your music? 
Uh, well, they can go to uh, joshuabranson.com and they can, that's sort of the hub of, of everything. Um, then they can go to iTunes, uh, you know, you can find the music in all the streaming services. Um, I have a Facebook page, Joshua Branson Music. Um, and, uh, you know, so, so I'm out there. You can find me. Awesome. Hey, Carmen. Um, I'm available at wisertimemusic.com and anywhere on your social platforms at Wiser Time Music. Thanks again. It's my pleasure. Thank you very much. You're welcome. For Joshua Branson, Carmen Scalfani, I'm Kim Kizak. Thank you for listening to Hitting the High Note.